Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have somebody joining us from very near Tel Aviv, Israel. Is that right? I believe. Um, anyway, I have Itai Paz joining us and we are going to have a blast hearing his story. So share this out and stay with us. Let me bring Itai on. Itai, welcome to the show. Good evening. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's morning here, man. <laughs> you are. Yeah. So you're in Tel Aviv or near Tel Aviv, right? Yes, about 20 minutes from Tel Aviv. Okay. So so you were referred to me by our mutual buddy, Andrew Locke. Amazing guy. He's amazing. He's going to be on the show tomorrow, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so talk to me. So I started this show, I don't know, almost four years ago now. Um, and it was really to help people have a breakthrough in life. Like, you know, people get stuck, they go through hard times, they get stuck. Um, so that, that's what it's about. So why don't we start with you talking about where you were born and raised? So I was born and raised in Israel. I I started, well, I'm 40, 48 years old. And I, I was born here. I live here all my life. Um, and, and I love Israel. Israel is an amazing country. Um, yeah. and, and that's part of, of who I am. And you, you were talking about getting stuck and unstuck. We'll talk about it. But that's being yeah. in Israel, it's part of, uh, uh, if you let the country or the, the situation help you shape you up, then it takes you to a place where you have to find ways to get unstuck in. And, and we all get unstuck in, well, we all get stuck in many yeah. times again and again, yeah. but I'm always been here and I love it. So, so in, so I don't know how, how does the school system work there? Is it similar to the U S do you have elementary school, junior high and high school? It's similar exactly. The, the, I think the main difference or the main two difference, if you look at growing up, is one is that I think the once you go to high school, I think in Israel it's much more like strict. That's how I see it. Uh-huh. But the major difference is, of course, that at the age of 18, while uh, Americans and worldwide people either go to... Uh, to learn, you know, to go to higher school, to education, higher education, uh, colleges, universities, or go to work. In Israel, it's mandatory for you to go to the army. For girls, go now for two years. Boys go for three years, and it's wow. mandatory. Mandatory. Um, sorry. It's mandatory. It is. It is. And some people will say, "Oh, it's really harsh," but you know what? This is where I think it's. It puts a person, which is still a baby. You know, we have kids. We know yeah. at the age of 18, they're still kids. Yeah. They have, they, they're still not shaped enough uh, to be able to take decisions that adults making. And I'm not saying the army completely changes it, but think about a soldier that's, or a kid, which is 18. Now he's, he needs to take decisions in the battlefield. Then he should be like pretty, have, have good adults values and understanding on what he needs to do and what he doesn't need to do uh and not just in the field but in any way it, it puts you in a structure you need to get up in a certain hour at yeah. the age of 18 you need to be there you need to someone tells you you need to do something you need to do something it's not something that you should decide if it is or not yeah. so it, it's and i think after two three years you actually get out more mature and that's awesome and then you, yeah. you're more open to do more many stuff that's how i see the bigger difference between the systems. So, so you went, so you went into the army. <laughs> I mean, you had, it had to, right. 
Um, what did you do when you got, did you end up going to college or university? I don't know if they call it college or university there, but what, what did you end up doing? From so that? I started, first of all, in the army, I was actually, I, I see it in, as a blessing on what I did was I was, uh, um, an assistant to one of, uh, for a senior officer in the army. And that took me to a level where he taught me one interesting thing. The, or two, two interesting things I, I can share. May, may I share them? Please, yeah. So one was, he said, listen, sometimes in life, there's a big wave, what we all know today, tsunami is coming, or yeah. a big wave. Yep. And it's not necessarily you need to stand in front of it. Sometimes it's good to take your head down, you know, let the wave go over you, yeah, and then go up, instead of just trying to fight it up, which is a lesson that I learned. It's a good lesson for life to learn how to deal with waves that we have every day. Yeah. That's yeah, one thing. Yeah. And the second thing he always told me, you need to look, you know, when you, you need to be able to look in, in, in the same eye level to the chief uh, of the army and to the soldier that stands in, in the, you know, in the, I don't know how you call it in English. The, the, uh, the higher, the officers, the yeah, higher level. And, and, the, and, the off, and also in the level of the person that stands in the entrance of the, of the military base yeah, yeah. and opens the gate. Yeah. So you need to be able to communicate with people in different levels. And that's what yeah. I always believed in. It's in the communication between people. And, and that's how I build myself over time. Now, you were asking about what I did after the army. So after the army, after I was able to, to learn and get a lot of, uh, about communication and how to think in, yeah. in a smarter way, I went and did my BA, my MBA, and like straightforward, like mo most people go now, oh, let's go to the, um, you know, uh, let, let's take six months and travel because we didn't have an opportunity. That's many yeah. soldiers are going out and thinking, hey, let's go and have a trip because we didn't have time because you literally usually go out of the army, sorry, out of the school and directly to the army. Wow. And I said, no, I went directly. Like it was one day after I started my BA and then wow, back to back MBA. I started working right away. So at the age of 21, I already had a job. I was working 200 hours plus a month plus at the same time, I was doing my BA and MBA, and it was all about, you know, let's let's get to the goals. Um, a different question would be if I value uh, going to, to doing the BA and MBA. That's a good question. I do value it for sure. Yeah. And I do think you do get some great stuff. I do think today there are many uh, ways to, well, there are you know, when you go some places, say, oh, you have an MBA. Oh, so you have MBA. Either for internet marketing, that either that's my what I pack. You don't right. really need an MBA. Yeah. And yeah. and sometimes you understand that the value of education it's not necessarily what you learn because you know even what my wife did a she's a CPA certified CPA and you, you learn four years then you go for and then you go to an office to get a stage you know for two years yeah, yeah. and the first thing they tell you forget everything you you thought. You've been taught until now and we're starting from scratch so i i mean that and that's the you know i had um i recently had brian tracy on the show and and he's touched the lives of hundreds of millions of people right and 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 he's like he's a high school dropout and i said hey we have that in common so am i but so so you know i think that that you're right a thousand percent you know that who was Jim Rohn said a, a formal education will make you a living self-education will make you a fortune. And, or I, I paraphrased that, but um, so talk about like you, you go through, you went through all this, you, you got your MBA and you come out of college with an MBA and, and what you instantly become a millionaire, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, you know it is. Everyone says it took me thirty years to get thirty years experience. So, <laughs> right, right. right, overnight right. success. But yeah. uh, first of all, I, as I mentioned, I started to work right away. So I, I understood already that having um, a college degree, it's nice, but yeah. that's not a guarantee. If you, and it proved right, right when you look today, 
is it the 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 degree or actually having the experience in many places especially when you talk about now technology and stuff like that yeah. they couldn't care less about what whatever the theory you learned yeah. it's all about what you can bring them to the table right now so it's, yep. it yeah. was a good bet and i was able to pretty fast to go into different uh companies and work until a point which was 26 years ago i was actually laid off from job from where i worked they just wow they started to uh can many people and i was one of them and i was sitting at home and uh, you, you know what I didn't even needed more than one day to, to, I, I well, I never cried anyway for yeah, that yeah, reason. Yeah. So I was, I, I always see myself as I perform very well under pressure. So I always yeah. laugh when, when you put yourself on the wall, you know, and something is like pushing you, then I, I do my best work. Yeah. And I literally just sat for a month. If you remember, you know, we were talking about the internet was pretty much in the beginning of its stage. Uh, we were Infinity. connecting. Yeah, yeah, we were. We were. I called it diaper stage. We were connecting to the internet, and many probably people that listen to the show doesn't really know it was having like a noisy, like you yeah. know, the connection when and people were can't talk on the phone at home while you're connected to the internet. It's like who, I'll never who? forget going from a twenty-eight eight modem to a fifty-six k, <laughs> which now is like what it is. It's ancient <laughs> history. Like, what? What is that? And and, and so at, at this point, I was just sitting for a month and I was chatting with people. And I, like I said, I believed the, with the power of people. And I met uh, a few people online uh, from Australia, Jewish people. On IRC? Were, uh, whoa, that was long. But I can imagine it was probably one of the one of the options that we had or one of the yeah, forums yeah yeah and they said well well we're doing something called uh we're building websites affiliate marketing and maybe you know maybe it's going to interesting be interesting for you and i said okay why not and i learned it uh, and i learned it during that month and yeah. after one month i already had one website without any knowledge technical knowledge and think about today you can build website with like sitting like this and you can have a website, right? It's like happening yeah, with yeah. the one. Today, it's really one button click website. Back yeah. then, no, 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 you need to work. Yeah. And I, I, and I, without any training, nothing, I had the first website and I think the first month I made like $650 and I said, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. Like internet, $650, it was pretty, well, think about it, 650, 26 years ago, it was pretty much nice amount for one website. And from mm -hmm. then I just started to build more and more. And in, uh, in I think it was three years, I had already 650 websites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were generating money. Again, different era of opportunities and ways yep. to do things. Today you need to do things a little bit differently, but that was really um, a, a cool period of time that put me on, on, on the tracks towards the internet for life. Yeah. I remember those days well. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever if you ever used um, the hot dog HTML editor, <laughs> but I can I can remember front page and I was doing, do, you know, I, I know you get that. Like, you know, it, it, it was just different back then. And you had to hard code a lot of things. JavaScript didn't exist. Um, I mean, it, it was just a different different era and and so so you were helping businesses get on the internet building websites um and back then what would that have been 1996 seven, Six, eight, seven eight, yeah. um you were helping companies businesses get on the internet start getting exposure um i've and we'll get into it but you have a i i don't even i can't even imagine how big your email list is now but you have this this daily email that goes out i've i've been a subscriber of yours for i don't know how long i'd have to i wonder if i could, you could figure that out probably but i i know i've been a subscriber for a while um talk about like as you were you were doing this because there were a lot of I mean, technology, as we both know, everybody on here knows, technology changes super fast. And and back then it was, I mean, it was changing 
at crazy speeds. So how did you navigate those waters when you were doing all of this in the late nineties, early two thousands, when things really started shifting up? What, how did you handle that? How'd you navigate those waters? So first of all, I'm not a technical person. I never been. So my BA and MBA are in management, in economy, marketing. I have never actually learned anything technical, but I'm coming from, uh, first of all, the idea of simplicity, or if you call one more, the model KISS or whatever, which is keep it simple. I understand how to ask good questions and understand and get the right things. You know, one of the most amazing people I adore, well, maybe I would say two shows, TV shows that I know, which I learn a lot. One of them is Judge Judy. Yeah. And, you know, I first of all, as a parent, and I have four kids, so you, I hear how she asks the right questions yep. in order to, to screen between all the noises, right? If yeah. you ask a technical person about, oh, we'll give you an answer like, you know, huge. I don't, I just want to ask a specific question and get the right answer, not what you want to tell me. What I want to ask you, answer to my right, question. Right. And right. and that helped me a lot to navigate not just in the technical world, but in the business world, in the online, with the family, with the kids, to simplify life. So I love it, and I still, until today, still listen to her, and it's also improving my English, of course. So, you know, I'm not. Israelis are not native English people, right. so it helped me a lot uh, judge, with that. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. That's so, so wow. just this is one. And the second, this is the first show. The second show, which I really love, and there are a few of them, but let's say the major one is, of course, Shark Tank. So, Shark Tank, again, it's um, if someone doesn't know, Shark Tank is a panel of uh, billionaires or multimillionaires oh, yeah. that yeah. invest in. in all kind of companies, not necessarily startups, but company. Yeah. well, it could be startup, but it's still not just high tech. Right, right? It could be right. stores or cookies or whatever it is. And what I love again is I listen to the question they're asking to evaluate right away if what you're telling me is a sustainable model or sustainable thing that I want to pursue or I don't. Right. It's and that, I love it. It's really making my life simple to. And, and this is what I learned. I listen to their question. They have so there's Shark Tank. There's also Dragon Dance in the in the Canada and UK and Australia Shark Tank. But you mm -hmm. get the, the deal. It's about listening to smart people asking the right questions. It's not about the answer. It's about the questions. Yeah. And these two shows and this 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 um the idea of asking the right questions and understanding the simplicity of things helped me to move over time and also adapt because like you said every time something else jumped in you know what i was never i think the first adapter of physical technology so a new technology is jumping that's okay i might be losing but i prefer to let other people figure it out let yeah. me do the things and once it's settled down people know how it's done then i can do it and i'm not saying i'll do it better than others but i can do it very good so just because I do understand the value of of waiting a second, not jumping right away, it's a waste of time to figure out things. Sometimes it's 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 a lot of work. And... You know, I, I, I'm I'm curious though. Um, on a outside of the the technology and business stuff, I mean, in in Tel Aviv in Israel, like you guys have dealt with <clears throat> things that 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 we don't deal with in the u.s um we don't have neighboring countries dropping bombs on us and and all of that insanity did you I, I mean i'm sure you've experienced or at least been on the outskirts of experiencing some of that insanity how how do you navigate all of that as a human being um you know, on, on outside of business, how do you navigate that? How do you, what insanity have you seen? So first of all, I want to call, uh, I developed a theory. I called the theory of having no choice. Yeah. So and it started back like, not me, it's Israel, like maybe 50 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And you see the history said that they said we, back before even the U S and Israel had so warm relationship, 
Israel understood that they have no other choice but to count on ourselves and not yeah. about someone else doing things for us or giving us free stuff or whatever it is. Yeah. And that's why in Israel we have special defense systems that no one else in the world, even the U.S. is buying defense system now from Israel uh, to, to, from rockets and stuff like that just because we had no choice. And and that's a, so outside of work, outside of the business or the the entrepreneurial side, absolutely. You know, we have no choice, so we need to figure it out. There's a yeah. problem. There's something that do missiles fall around here? Yeah, sometimes we do. But you know what? It's not just the missile that falls uh, once every. It's you sleep at night and then 2 a.m. You have like a a siren, and yeah, most of us have indoors uh, safe rooms or shelters so we're protected but uh, again i'm far away for now from where it is so it takes, yeah. we have like we have like i think one minute before it arrives 45 minutes 45 seconds but some people have 10 seconds to go to a safe room um Jeez. yeah it, 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 it's it's an issue and you know my brother lives in the us and he was here with his daughter and that was, and she was born there, and, and there was a siren, and he told her, "Oh, it's like a hurricane in Florida. We need to go into the room because they get, but it, yeah, but a hurricane in Florida, dude, you get like you know several days notice. Yeah, but when you get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but hard I, to explain I, I to you. I mean, the reason I ask is it's something that 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 the average American. I mean, my wife's on here. She's like, wow, you know, like." The uh, Americans aren't familiar with that. And, and that, I think that that creates a different dynamic. It allows us to think differently. Like yeah. I said, we, we understand that when the, when, when you say when the shit hit the, the fan, yeah, we're, well, I'm, we're not like, Oh, Oh my God, what we'll do. You know, we, we need to cry. We can cry. Yeah. Or yeah. we can say, what can we do to figure it out? In life and in and in business, it doesn't really matter if you get fired or if you have issues or if you 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 lost money or you lost whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm one of the people that you know. As you grow older, you get more emotional. You know, you have kids, you have family, but yeah. it's easier to deal with these situations when you put yourself outside of the situation emotionally. And uh, one of the things. I look at like you have everyone have has some days that were like they're down. You know the energy is low. It, it happens. It doesn't need to be for any other reason or whatsoever reason. It can happen. And sometimes people say, okay, they look at themselves. Oh, what did I do wrong in life? Where can I go? What's are my, my mistakes? Oh, and I look at it as a look at the analogy of of a vehicle. Okay, so you have a car. Yeah. And no no fuel still there are still cars with fuel at least if someone <laughs> watches this in 20 years they'll say oh this what is this fuel what is this fuel so cars are still driven by fuel right so so if the car doesn't have fuel and you know no energy so do you look at the you know hole and you say oh where did i go wrong no you go to the you know right to the fuel pump to the uh, yeah. uh fuel station and you just get fuel so one of the things i do when i get stuck or where i feel like oh I, i'm low energy simple i just go to the people that fill me with energy so sometimes a few calls to uh fellow entrepreneurs friends you know you pick the people yeah. that just give you back the energy and you just go right and that's a good uh, value that i've taken i implement uh well many times and over time you know especially now the past two years uh, the COVID-19, if someone doesn't know, again, in the future, future COVID-19. So, yeah, it, it brings challenges for everyone. I was traveling almost every month somewhere in the world because we were talking about Israel. Israel is great, but eventually uh, the big business is worldwide. And I'm a big believer with personal relationships. So it's nice that we're talking yeah. on videos, on phone, whatever it is, WhatsApp. But eventually... There's nothing like a handshake or sitting down and talking together, and that's what I was doing. I was traveling worldwide, and wow. now it, and many conferences are canceled worldwide or very limited. And I preferred not to travel with all the risks and all the lim the um, different limitations, different countries. And so, from traveling once a month, I'm basically two years already. Like January 
2019 was the last time I was on a plane to Vegas. And since then, I'm, I'm at home, basically. Yeah. The kids were here most of the time. The past two years, we didn't send them to school most of the years yeah. because everyone gets sick, you know, in schools here and it's a big mess. And yeah. Yeah. you need to adjust yourself for different life. I agree. In one shot. Yeah. I agree. So, so back, back in the, and I, I interrupted you I, I, while well, I took us a different direction there for a minute, but I just wanted to, because people in, I'll just say in North America, how about that? Um, North America, because I have some Canadians on here as well, but you know, in North America, we don't experience the, the, the siren going off and, and, you know, um, tornadoes, we have short notice for those sometimes, right? But, but um, you know, we don't experience what, what you've experienced. And, and so, you know, so when, when you, you um, were doing the website stuff, you said in three years, you had about 650 website clients. Were you doing... Um, Back back then, I was I was just like, yeah, I'll build you a website. Here you go, HTML, blah blah blah. Here you go, um, and and for whatever reason, I didn't have the foresight to think, well, you know, you're gonna have to do something with that website. Like it can't, it's not just a business card. You you you, you know, um, and it sounds like you did. You had the the thought of this website can't just sit here statically doing nothing. So uh, I, I want to touch two points. So if the first one you were talking about, uh, again, the missile. So I just want to clear something yeah. out. So yeah. uh, every, it, in general, it happens every couple of years uh, for wow. about a month. Okay, so it's not like every day. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. things are happening somewhere all the time for sure. Sure, sure. I'm just thinking uh, like a big thing that you see on TV and everything that happens. Uh, should we get used to it? No, but but it's part of our life. So we're we're we understand where it is. So yeah, I just yeah. want to clear it. Not that people will be like, oh, we're we're good. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, for the first thing you said. As for you know. Like I said, I never looked at it like, hey, I know how to figure things out for life, but I didn't understand that things needed to change. And I think one of the biggest changes were Google. So Google went into and you know all the all the animals, uh, all the zoo, which is still until today, and you know, penguin, schminguin, and they did lots and, of changes uh, and things. Well, yeah, and event and eventually we're we're in a point that either you figure it out and most people weren't able to figure it out right. or you adapt yourself. And there were so many opportunities. You said that so many technologies, the email was exploding and let's say 15 years ago. So the email was like really crashing it and, and we're able to transition to do other things. So yeah. it's about, you know, um, being able to understand that market change, you can evolve and you can just do other things. You have the knowledge if you're, you're, if you, I don't want to say smart, but if you're savvy, if you understand it, you need to do it. You remember the theory of no, having no choice. Yep. And you just figure it out and you do the next thing. And the way I did it always, it was the power of having other people. I was talking to people and people would say, most people don't want to share things. And to be honest with you, it's true in many ways. Most people don't want to tell you their secrets. <laughs> um their secrets and and right. yeah true they're, they're you that no one wants to give you the business uh you know uh blueprint unless you really pay them uh lots of money yeah but you figure out you get a little bit from that and a little bit for that from a little bit for that not bad things like good things and then eventually you put them all together and from that i think we had a, a good run out with email marketing that's what it was when i went into email marketing um and, and it works until today, email marketing, as well as about changing industries, vertical. So you do one vertical and, you know, you can shift to other places. Yeah. You can do other things. There's lots of opportunities. The market is huge. When we talk about entrepreneurs on, on, on online, okay? But yeah. Yeah. even physically, look at the businesses today. There's so many opportunities and, you know, you can be a restaurant that's crying, oh, we have no clients coming, but you can just do deliveries. Yep. You can, you know, invent, reinvent yourself 
and, and that's part of you you know we're talking about breakthrough and that's the way to do it it doesn't need to be like extreme just find a way try test it move and and, and figure it out totally agree with you we've 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 uh we've had to do that and 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 so when what year approximately did you get into the email marketing stuff i think it was like 15 years ago so about uh what is it um it's 2008 9 something okay. like that right yeah. yeah yeah something like that yeah. uh the, the the email market it's amazing thing it's like until today people say email marketing is dead come on how <laughs> do you how we communicated over email we and did we opened the email right no one yeah. we, you didn't go to it, it so eventually I think why people say SMS, which is a different thing, but I think emails are still the my people say, but my email is sometimes the email go to the spam box. So I have to tell you a secret. Everyone goes over their spam box to find out if they're not missing anything. So eventually, yeah. don't worry. If you if the email should be there, mostly people will find it and, and answer you. And it's a it's a bit it's a it's a big thing, right? It's and you don't need like a big list. Some people say, "Oh, we need a uh, hundred thousand million." It's about this is the where the quantity is definitely, sorry, the quality is definitely more most important. Yeah. I know a guy that was building a list for um, just uh, millionaires and billionaires, so he didn't he didn't have a list of hundreds of thousands. I think he had a few thousand people. But quality people, he made a lot of money yeah. of that. So it's just, yeah, there's, there's money with everything. You just need to know what know what you're doing. Be patient. There's no quick money anymore online. If someone oh. tells you, hmm, right. the only way you can do quick money, truly quick money, is on on crypto. But you can lose at the same time. So, but that's yeah. a, that's the only place I know you can make quick money and lose quick money. I don't know anywhere else in the world to do that. Yeah, I I have <clears throat> I have you know couple of friends who are billionaires that would never invest in crypto either so um but you know i think that um you know i look at uh, and and you know i guess i'm i'm lucky because we both have been in the internet um world for for about the same amount of time and and so you know i look at all of the changes, you know, I told you that I, I did SEO for years until, um, the penguin and the Panda updates. And I was like, this, this is crazy because I didn't, I didn't have the desire to relearn the whole, cause it was literally, they changed everything. And, and so I, I did, I had no desire. I just, I lost all my desire to learn anything more about seo eventually i you know i had to shift and 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 start learning that but um you know with the advent of you know youtube i i can remember back in um 2003 probably i i was taking videos and converting them to flash and embedding them on websites right youtube didn't even exist and, and and so I had this this thought that, you know, the 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 next best thing to um, sitting down and breaking bread or face to face and shaking hands, the next best thing is going to be video. Like it's it's got to be. Like I can see your eyes, I can feel your energy. I could. Did you have any insight into that, into the video? Because it's become huge. Video's huge now. What what kind? What are your thoughts around video and video marketing stuff? So first of all, I, I'm I'm a super person, and I'm pretty much shy, shying away. Although I've been on stages and I spoke on on big stages, yeah. uh, both internationally and Israel had you know I I made. In the past 10 years over a thousand webinars of my own with thousands wow. of people yeah all but at the end of the day i i'm a simple person you know i prefer to be behind the screens to do the work and and get the results and i was always shying away from the video stuff saying that still video is for some people could be natural some people didn't even know 
you know, until even the pandemic, when they started to put a video and just filming themselves doing stuff, yep. starting making money and, and getting followers. Um, definitely, uh, video is here and is here to stay. I know that video advertising is huge and it's growing. Um, we monetize our website using videos as well. So we get income from streaming other people's video on our website. Yeah. Um, so it's def yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes, you know, I, I always say, you know, if you can do, there's a, this way in the back, I was always telling myself, it's good to have control. Again, it comes from the, the, the Israeli concept or the Israeli Jewish, if I control everything, then nothing can hurt me. Right. If I almost nothing can hurt me, but then you understand, you know what, I can do a little bit less and, you know, or not a little bit less. I can do less, earn a little bit less, but still I may I I, I have more time to grow other things. Yeah. So sometimes it's good to give other people. It's like outsourcing, basically, right? Video mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So sometimes, yeah, I can go and find advertisers, but if I can have a code from a company that places the ads for me, then sure they take their cut. I make less, but I have time to build more websites. I have time to do other things. So yeah. it's about thinking about how to be more efficient and work smartly. I still work, by the way, I still work 12 to 16 hours a day. I still do that, Yeah. but I love what I do. And that's, yeah. we didn't touch this thing at all, but that's one of the things I, I really tell everyone is love what you do because otherwise you'll be miserable all your life. Yeah. Do you like everything you do? No, not necessarily. Even someone who's saying, okay, I'm, I'm, uh, um, I like to be, um, help couples to be happy in life okay yeah. and i do it very well and that's what my passion but then you still need to find the clients you still need to do the videos or whatever it is the marketing yeah. Yeah. you still need to have invoices and to charge and and you know irs and everything and you don't like it that's true but that's part of of life right when you have kids you don't want to have change the diaper maybe some people like it but you don't want to do it but <laughs> it's part right it's part of the things right so so I'm just saying it's all about taking it in, in the right context and right. there are worse things happening and going back to videos. So definitely video is something that everyone should, should look into. It yeah. doesn't matter for what you can see kids making, you know, things like the baby shark and kids are having opening presents and opening boxes and they make yeah. money off it. Yeah. It's extreme situation, right? A kid that opens uh yeah, you know, tested toys and makes millions. You don't see it every day. That's okay. No. But there are many others that make make can make money from much simpler things. Um, but it's all about you know starting small. I would never quit my job. Say, oh, quit your job and jump into the internet, make millions. You can start with one hour, two hours a day, at the yeah. evening after everyone goes to sleep. Do it. Don't, you know, some people say, oh, I quit. Don't quit. Unless you have lots of money in the bank, don't quit. It's about, you know, just get it, like everything you do. I I, I totally agree. I, I think that, um, you know, the, the um, I mean, I, I, I'm like you, I'm sure you learned um, any technical knowledge you have through, you know, YouTube university and, 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 and other, other things that are online. Right. So, um, with, with some natural insight, of course, you've had a lot of natural insight. Um, but talk about when, when you, cause I, I, I don't know, uh, again, I don't know what scale your, um, it's called the morning dough. Is that right? Morning dough, your morning newsletter, dough. morning dough. Um, I don't know what scale it's on. I, when Andrew sent the email introducing us, I'm like, hold it. Why do I know his, I know his name. Why do I know his name? And I'd, so I'd search my email and I'm like, that's why I know his name. I have like 6,000 newsletters from him. Um, so, so talk about when you, when you said, I'm going to get into the email marketing side and, and it, what, what, what was the goal? What was, what were, what were you hoping for? So I didn't have any goal. Actually the morning though itself, it's a baby that's, around less than two years oh it's wow act it's actually uh was born uh from the uh, COVID situation so we had lots of businesses one of the businesses that i 
I own that I still own. It's called DMI Expo. It's a digital uh, marketing international expo for business held in Israel. It was a pretty big one. We had 2,000 people coming from all over the world. Wow. Uh, Israel is a big thing in internet marketing, affiliate marketing technologies. Yeah. And we had our third, supposed to be the third. This is the brand. We started 10 years ago with events, but the third one was supposed for this brand was supposed to be in May. And then the COVID hit us in, in March and then we had mm. to, to pause. So everything was postponed yeah. and we said, okay, what can we do? And and one of the simple thing was I read every day the online news. I read it every, every day. I, lo- I love it to, to understand. But I, I don't spend like hours. I spend just to read what I need to read. And I, I saw that it's hard to actually have something that screens and gives you just what you need to know. And from that, we said, okay, you know what? If I do it anyway, why not build a newsletter? That's the business, basically. It's a newsletter that brings you... We we don't write the news. We don't pretend to write the news. We curate the news on a daily basis, and we deliver them to... Uh, entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs, affiliate, digital marketers, business owners, anyone who loves the, the online internet marketing scene, uh, but in a more practical way. So, yeah, we had a few months that we had like adjusted the model. And eventually, our model is we sent you an email with about 15 bullet points. Yep. That's it. It's, it's a line. That's it. That's and it. Yeah, I I have what you know ADD and it's and today you know what everyone has with all the information. Yeah, it's really hard to if someone send me a long email. To be honest, it's really hard unless it's a it's a legal schmiggle that I need to read. Which thank thank God I don't need these days. Right. But right. if you get a, like a big document of legal, you need to read the contract, right? Yeah. But an email, if someone send me a long, I'm I'm I apologize and send back and said please write me something short. I can't read it. And... I, I I do the same thing. <laughs> I can't I can't take that. And that's that's the idea of morning dawn. You know what? Sometimes some days we get very little clicks in comparison to other days. Why? Because if I write you, okay, let's say for example, um, I don't know eBay is raising their commission from one percent to two percent. Yeah. If you're not an eBay seller, then you say okay. I understand eBay is raising. Maybe tomorrow Amazon will, or something changes. But you, you, you grasp it as a marketeer, as someone in the industry, and you say, "Okay, I know it." You don't need to click on it to read it, right? Unless you really need the information. And that's what I love about it. It's not about the clicks. It's about someone reads it, and that's why you know it's funny. People were asking us, "What's the su- you know subject matter that you write for the email to get people to open?" And at the beginning, we were writing this guy and this is happening and Amazon and eBay. And you try to figure out what's the best one. And then I said, let's test something else. Let's write. This is the, uh, you know, the assembled curation, whatever. Yeah. For today. That's it. That's it. And if you give enough value inside, then people will open, right? If, if Bill Gates will send you an email and say, hey, and you know, it's from Bill Gates, right? It's yeah. hey. And every day he sends you an email, the top, will be hey just hey one a two because you know it's a different yeah, email. yeah yeah we'll open it because there's a value for sure from him so you don't really care about what the topic is and we found out that once we changed it the open rate just was stable and grow and people know that we get the email we open it we can read it for less than two minutes and yeah. that's it we want to read more and we do it you were mentioning seo so the list grows completely organically so we're not paying anyone for any subscriber the good thing about it we don't spend money right it's the best thing the second thing is people that registered are people that really wanted to register because you can have all kind of sticking and tricks to get i don't want if you don't want to be in the list don't register the list we even ask double opt-in we do everything by the book to have a quality list. So that's the yeah. great thing about what we do. We have now um, just crossed the 17,000 subscribers. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Yeah, absolutely. I w- would I like to have a million? Probably. Uh, but we're growing steadily and we grow only on organic traffic, which is cool. And that's 
freeing my time instead of going and buying traffic and stuff like that yeah. to invest in content in, in SEO and then we bring subscribers and it's pretty cool. It, what is what what is the um, website address for people to check it it's out? It's morning though, morningdough.com. Probably we'll have a link somewhere, but it's morning without dash, just straightforward. Morningdough.com. And no, we're not teaching how to make dough for your morning biscuits or <laughs> whatever muffins. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, although it could be really, you know, one time we can send like a maybe in the fourth of on, on April first, right? Yeah. Right. Morning dough and say <laughs> yeah. It's basically simple, um, just a bullet, and that's it. We send it at um, it's 6 a.m. on Eastern time, yeah, more or less. Yeah. But it's a worldwide. We have, I know you have listeners all over the world, yeah, not just in North America. Yeah. Uh, but uh, definitely, we, we send it and people read it anyway. Some people tell me, listen, I love it, but I'm so busy, I'll keep it for the weekend, and then I spend a few minutes just going through them. Well, that's fine. And not everyone yeah. opens every email. It's yeah. not about that. It's about just, uh, and we're having fun. We actually, when we start a day, we start a day with every day with about a few hundred titles and we screen them to 13, 15. Wow. It's like, it's a process. So we have like few tiers. Some of them are done automatically. The collections automatically. And then we do it. I have one guy doing it manually and then I do it myself. By the way, I do the last editing it myself because I put just what's interesting for me. So obviously, it's not for everyone, right? It's just for people who, it, it, there's no special unique uh, way I'm saying it, but that's what I like to read. Yeah. Which is, which is cool. I, I, I love it. Now, it, and, and that's just part of, um, you know, the things that you do. You do other things as well, the website development and all of that. Um, when it comes to, and, 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 you know, I, I know you've experienced, you've had to have experienced this, like, um, the people that are selling these ginormous lists, email lists. And I have, I've had, I'm sure you've had people say, Hey, I bought this list with 250,000. Um, can you tell me how to email all of them? <laughs> I'm like, I'm always like, I hope you didn't spend a lot of money on that because uh, homie don't play that. I, I'm not, I'm not helping you. So, and I, I hired a guy one time that, that, oh, I got this big list and I'm going to eat and got my, my domain blacklisted. And it is not easy to get off the blacklist if you get blacklisted from spam email. So, so talk a little bit about that, because I'm sure you have some experience in that realm. We have a lot of them. So, <laughs> first of all, uh, you know, I have to share a funny story. So, the DMI Expo, the conference. So, about a month after the conference, I get an email from some kind of uh, domain that you never heard about it yeah. about before, and uh, they they say um, we have uh, we have the list of uh, DMI Expo attendees. Do you want to buy it from us? for your marketing for your next event, mm. which is funny. They're trying to sell me my list, but don't. <laughs> they, 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 first of all, they don't have because I asked them to send me an, uh, um, uh, some kind of an example, and they sent me like 30, and out of the 30, just two were actually on my list. Right, right. So most of these people are just selling crap. So if someone offers you to buy a list, to be honest with you, it's crap. Because if it's really, if you had the list of, let's say, Amazon buyers, Okay, or fashion buyers on Amazon. You can right. make a lot of money without actually going in and sell it, which is a legal thing anyway to do. Right. Um, so first of all, I, I I don't think buying selling list is is good to do. It's not a le legitimate thing. It's not legal to do, but I right. would would not recommend it. It's very easy to burn your domain your um, servers, your IPs, um, Gmail can ban you forever and ever yep. and ever. Yep. Uh, your hosting company, your ESP, which is the email service provider that yep. you send the mails from there. You can get a lot of hit. Can you do it? Yeah, it can be done. But yep. I can tell you, you need to, to spend tens of thousands of dollars to be able to do that in a right way. And it's not, well, again, if you have lots of money, say, oh, I bought a quality list. I want to try this venture. Great. 
but I wouldn't do that, especially with all the legal issues. And and when I get emails that I that I shouldn't get, I I collect spam. I don't even think twice. Again, yeah. I, it's just it's easier. Some people say, oh, so you know, it, it began from the part where I would say I get an email from unsolicited email, and I would find the unsubscribe. You know, I know the value of email. I know what it, what happens if you spam. Yeah. As long as it's not like the hard spam, which says click here. Yeah. And yeah. then you find you click on it, you get the website to tell you write your email. So I understand the system is pretty crap. So I started to do just you know, and Google today allows you also to unsubscribe automatically. Like yeah, yeah. So that I wouldn't do that. It's 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 not a business I would recommend. It's better to do it clean. There are many ways to do it very cheaply. Yeah. Um, I'll give you just an example. So let's say you have a list and I have a list, right, Ken? So I say, okay, Ken, I'm I'm emailing my list and sell, telling them, hey, go. There's a great newsletter for Ken, Ken produces weekly, daily, and you say it for, to your list, and it costs us nothing. Yeah. And each of us gets subscribers. We're not competing directly, so but we have great audience that we can share. And yeah. we got each subscribers without spending a dime. So and and they actually subscribe because they wanted to. So I'm just saying. Don't get me wrong. I I went through the gray lines, and that's okay. But I'm just saying it's as you grow older, you get you know the gray hair. <laughs> yeah. You understand yeah. that sometimes you know being more conservative, being more slow, um, you know, it's better. Uh, you know, we see now the young people that go gets in the industry. We are the veterans, but young people go and. Some of them are making, you know, millions, millions from all kinds of websites and doing and tricking uh, Google and getting to first position for whatever online gambling bonuses and. But they're there, and tomorrow they're going. We're like we've been there. We've done many things. Yeah. Now we understand it's all about stability. So, yeah. unless you're really young, I would say do whatever you want. Again, not just online. Build something more sustainable. Do it smartly. Do it sim simple. Keep it simple because yeah. it's really difficult. Once you have too many um, different elements, it becomes very hard to do. You were mentioning uh, video. So people say, oh, you need to do video. You need to do email. You need to do this, Facebook. You can't do it all unless you have a team. It's really tough. So you need to pick your battles. Select yeah. whatever works the best and whatever works best for you that you enjoy. If you hate video, don't do videos. I don't do videos. If you like, this is a different kind of video, right? It's a webinar, yeah. it's a conversation. There could be one person listening or zero or million. It's it's again, it's very intimate. When yeah. when you put a, a camera in front of my face like that, without anyone, I get stumbled. I don't know what to say. It's I say I can talk. I spoke on stages, but still, when a camera, just me and the camera. I get like silent. So do whatever you like to do and build it the right way. So enjoy it. Otherwise, you'll yeah. be miserable. Even if you, it's not just entrepreneurial, even if you go to work somewhere for someone. If you don't yeah. like it, don't quit tomorrow morning if you don't have an alternative. But I'm just saying, mm -hmm. figure out, do something that you love. Otherwise, yeah. you'll be miserable all your life. Yep. And it reflects to the family, it reflects to other things. I agree, and I can help you with that camera shy stuff. But the 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 um, thank you. The, the I think that you know. I, so this being breakthrough walls. Um, what are in your in your opinion? Um, and I ask this question of everyone: What, in your opinion, holds people back in life from two things? One financial success and the second thing is happiness like real freedom and joy and i do think that they're related because i've been broken homeless and i've been very wealthy and very wealthy is much better so what do you think stops people from happy or having it all in life so I think, first of all, I think it was Grant Cardone said, um, or something like that. I, I'm not probably saying exactly his words, but um, uh, having no money will not guarantee you uh, happiness, but having money will make your life simpler. <laughs> right. For sure. Right. When you need to decide, and I go to the extreme, right? 
are we going to go to vacation or we're going to send our kids to school to college then that's struggling right it's like well it's not struggling but i mean it's like the, you would prefer to have both i'm not saying send your kid in a private plane to school right but i'm just saying it's about having at least the comfort right one i always said what's financial freedom i said the financial freedom is to be able to get up in the morning whenever you want but you still get early in the morning like i do just because you love what you do yeah so i have the option to do it but i but i don't so i think in terms of the so the, the things are are connected for sure yeah at least the base thing, because once you, you need to have enough money in order to sustain yourself and to make decisions based on, um, you know, um, clean table, you know, no constraints. So yep. many people open businesses like because they were laid off like, like I did. Right. I yep. had no choice. Right. Yeah. Well, I, this is what I did. Yep. But it's not necessarily because I wanted or someone wants to. He said, OK, so I'll open a business. And that's why you see so many businesses are failing because they didn't want to do it. They had no choice and they start, decided to do that. So if I had money, I can decide, OK, do I want to open a business or I can sit for a year and find a job? But going back again, I think the, ch the biggest challenge for people in terms of getting out of the cycle of money is about understanding that um, making your life simple money is not everything don't overspend people spend when you have money it's easy to spend yeah. you know when you're you're young then and you have you start with your mortgage or whatever it is then you, you let's say you you earn x and you your expenses are, are x more or less and then you earn double and then your expenses are double and then <laughs> whatever you make you spend mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be and actually the COVID was actually showing us what happened we were going into our homes my fuel consumption went from filling the tank every let's say five days to every 30 days <laughs> right every we were, five we weeks were, yeah we, we didn't yeah. go anywhere we were here yeah. Yeah. and suddenly our bills went down by 50 percent yeah and nothing happened we still were the same family we were actually enjoying ourselves together yeah. I think the COVID was able again to whomever took it in a certain way that we took it. We, we, we just said the best way to protect ourselves is stay indoors and we're able to uh, enjoy the kids more to do fun stuff and, and then go back to the thing that money, which was a constraint for everyone eventually uh, in one way or another over the years is just saying you can live um, again. You don't, our parents, you know, my grandmother was a Holocaust um, survivor. She was eating in Europe the potato pills from the trash of the others. And, and you get it and you say, okay, so we're not in a bad shape, right? No one is right. in bad shape. Right, Just think right. about it. You don't need to go to a restaurant for a thousand bucks for dinner. Yeah, if you, uh, live simple. But, you know, I, I have to share with you one thing. You know, I always, when I, well, the past 10 years, I was flying always business class. And people saying, oh, business class, you can, but I don't see, this is part of a tool for me. You're flying yeah. from here and, and arrive to Vegas. It's about a trip of 30 hours. And the next day you need to stand with people and do work. And yeah, it's part of our tools. And business-wise, it made sense. Otherwise, I would never spend. I never spent ten thousand dollars on a ticket. Doesn't really make sense. So yeah, instead of fifteen hundred, we we paid three thousand dollars. Yeah. But right. that's part of the business. It's part of the mind. We never, you know, I I don't go with expensive watch. I don't have a. People don't. I don't know. Still, people care about if you have a ten thousand dollars watch. I think it was Warren Buffett says he's driving, uh, you know, he has a simple suit. He has a simple car. Again, I'm not saying you, you can have uh, um, whatever car you like to have. Yeah. Tesla, Mercedes, but still may, may, don't buy a Tesla if you can't afford it. I think the right. American system or the financial system in some countries allows you to drive a Tesla for $200 a month. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, in Israel, when my twins were born, 10, 12 years ago, they we bought the Chrysler minivan, you know, the Grand yep. Voyager. Yeah. It cost here $85,000. What? Now, my brother was laughing at me. He says, in Florida, 
you know, the simple people are driving this car. It's a eighteen thousand dollars car here in Israel, eighty five, because we have taxes because of the yeah. You know, someone needs to pay for all the yeah shipping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we had to make the expense. And here it's like a luxury car. It's not a luxury car, but it's, for me, it's not about oh, what brand I wear, or what watch, or whatever. I don't really care. It's all about live it simple and, yeah. and just and just you know. May, I wouldn't say save money for well, you know what and save money for bad days. I, I think you know, and I, I do <clears throat> I agree with with um most of what you've said for sure. And I, I think um you know Grant Grant Cardone's a, a buddy of mine. Um and 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 I've I've you know I know him, I've hung out with Grant, he's he's amazing. He's on a different level as far and and is i'm talking about his his thinking his thinking is on a completely different level than most people um i think personally that it's you know like hey i i've done both i've i've lived a life of luxury and i've lived a life of simplicity um and i like lug luxury i i don't own a you know grant has these these multi-million dollar Ublo watches and I have an Apple watch. <laughs> so I, but well, the poor people, right? <laughs> right, right. Hey, I can, I, I, I'm Dick Tracy. I get calls on my watch, but you know, I think that, that, I mean, it's, it, it is, it's up to each individual user because I think that, or person, I mean, Ty, I think that you, you would agree that, life eventually teaches you like right and, and you've either got to come up to that level or you will get corrected by life so i i think and, and for anybody you know you brought up the that your grandmother was was in in the holocaust and which is uh, just um anybody that that wants to really put things into perspective should read victor frankel's book man's search for meaning because holy moly um but i i think you're right you you've got you have to learn how to live you see these kids out here that are running private jets that never leave the hangar just so they can do a photo shoot inside it's just like what you just spent three thousand dollars to do a photo shoot for 30 minutes on a private jet that's insane that never leaves the hangar like it's crazy but you know it's the instagram it's the the you know it's crazy but it's also the experience right we get yeah. older we have different values not because yes. of value of life we understand life differently than others things yeah. that we didn't understand 20 years ago right right so some things that my grandmother would say to me i would never figure it out unless you grow and grow and grow and then you have your own kids and now you understand oh well, that's what happened when the kids do that or say that right <laughs> and then you get older and older and older. yeah yeah it's true. I mean, you don't like I, I look at some 25 year olds and think you're, you're in for an awakening, you know, you'll eventually wake up. But man, I, I am so I can't believe we've already been on here an hour and three minutes. I can't even believe that. Um, you know, I I am very, very grateful that that you um you that that andrew introduced us and you came on and and shared and um everybody should go to morningdo.com and subscribe to your email i i think that it i mean i again i don't know how long i've been a subscriber of yours but i i know it's been a while um itai i i think you're a good man i i really appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom and I appreciate you having me, and and it was a great experience. And definitely, I would recommend people to show up tomorrow and listen also to Andrew. He's a good friend and a good guy, which I also met accidentally in an event like 15 years ago in the U.S. And we wow. started to talk. So definitely show up tomorrow to listen to him. And and I appreciate you, Ken, as well, very much for everything. Yeah. So are there any um, any parting words of wisdom that you would like to? like to leave the audience with well i just some um, have fun enjoy yourself you know you live once and again don't get crazy but enjoy your life enjoy what you do enjoy your family and have some time for yourself as well because we sometimes find ourselves too busy to for ourselves to enjoy 
So just, you know, make it, make it good for yourself, for life. You're awesome, man. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you to you. everyone who's watched and shared this out and um, make sure you go over to morningdo.com. It's scrolling across the bottom of the page there. Go over to morningdo.com and subscribe to Itai's newsletter. I get it every single morning and I have for a while. I thought it had been way longer than a couple of years, but um, I could be wrong. I don't, I, I honestly don't even remember where, or why, or when I subscribe. Maybe, maybe Andrew told me to, to get on it, but, um, amazing, amazing stuff. So thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Hang on for me. I'm going to end the live stream. Thank you to everybody who's watched and we will see you guys tomorrow with the one and only Mr. Andrew Locke. Disney. He, I mean, he's the, the, he's the Disney guy. It's insane. So Itai, thanks so much. Thank you. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye.